Hi, I am Mackenzie Gans, founder of EncourageEverybody.com, a paper goods and gifts brand in Northeast Ohio. Thanks for listening to the Encouragers United podcast. So here we are. Psalm 23, verse 6 reads, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hey, it's Charlie. Thanks for listening to the Encouragers United podcast. You know, I love a phrase that Dave Ramsey, the financial advice and author, podcast host himself, he uses a phrase on his radio programs. He will greet a caller with a kind hello, and almost every time the caller will simply say, Hi Dave, how are you? And this is actually pretty odd to me, as I have actually called into a radio program like that to ask a specific question. And now, as a podcast producer and a host of my own show, I would just want the caller to get to the question, skip the pleasantries. And Dave Ramsey almost always replies, better than I deserve. What can I do for you? Right? Jesus shows time and time again that he will and he can provide for those who follow him. Just as a shepherd provides for his sheep, so does Jesus provide for us, his followers. No better description exists than in these sweet verses of Psalm 23. It's been a wonderful journey these last few weeks, right? We've been walking through, talking through each and every verse in this wonderful psalm. If you happen to have missed an episode, I highly encourage you to go on back and catch up and listen to this entire set. It's been a great honor to produce these teachings, and it's been a great reminder even to me as I've prepared how much God loves us and he cares for us. Bible scholars believe that King David is actually an older man when he writes this 23rd Psalm. He has seen tragedies and disappointments, uh, great victories, and also deep and heartbreaking failures. But he also has come to know God in a deeper and more significant way. The shepherd who gives to his children more than they ever deserve. I want you to think about this great summary that I read once. In Psalm 23, we have provision, peace, protection, providence, presence, and paradise. All these six uh, words that start with P, right? Provision, I have all that I need. Peace, I have rest in a weary journey. Protection, I have safety from my enemies. Providence, I have guidance in times of confusion and uncertainty. Presence, I have a companion, even when the way is dark or dangerous and lonely. And paradise, I have a home waiting for me in heaven. David knew that God was with him in the green pastures, besides the, beside those uh, still waters, and before him at the table, behind him, pursuing him with goodness and mercy and preparing a heavenly home and with him all the while as our good shepherd, David really realizes that he's been given more than he ever deserves. 
I've got a couple points that I want you to make. Uh, I want you to just think about with me here. I want you to think that as we read this verse six, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What a great promise. But God's goodness and his kindness and his mercy to us really comes from God. It has nothing to do with our worthiness, right? It's, it's comforting, but it's also disheartening or discouraging to me, right? Surely, it, 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 it says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. It has nothing to do with me, right? God is way too good to do anything else to the children that he loves. He's good. He's a good father. And the only good person in this equation is God, not me. I don't deserve that goodness and mercy. I don't deserve actually that heavenly home or that place in God's home forever. It's, it's really about God's nature to treat us with goodness and mercy than it is ever our own worthiness or our own virtue. You see, the Psalms are filled with affirmations of God's love for us. I think of Psalm 13, Psalm 31, Psalm 86. Psalm 136 mentions God's love for us like 25 times. And in Psalm 23, David writes, Surely goodness and love, goodness and mercy, some translations, will follow me all the days of my life. David's word for God's tender affection is a term used in the ancient word world to mean love that flows out of a deep emotion rather than a duty. You see, God loves us because he loves us. It's not because he's supposed to. And I want you to make that distinction. It's a kind of gentle love that comes from his deep emotions rather than his duty to us. That quaint old word like loving kindness, you've heard it, it's all one word, loving kindness may still be the best translation of how this goes. But however it's defined, we don't deserve it. God's nature is to love sacrificially, selflessly, extravagantly, and beyond our wildest expectations. Never was this truth more magnificently portrayed as it is on the old rugged cross with the sinless Son of God dying on behalf of a sinful man, humanity, all of us, giving us the opportunity of salvation and eternal life, that which we do not deserve. But it's like God's love, stimulated by his virtue and his character, but never based on our worth or our deserving it. You know, there's something magnetic about the place we call home, right? My hometown is Goebbels, Michigan. It's a little small town in the southwest part of the state. And even recently, I was able to drive back through there uh, visiting my parents. And uh, it always draws us back, draws us back to a time and a place where life was maybe more simple. If you've stayed over with a friend uh, for the first time, remember when we were younger, you might get homesick. You've ever been out on the road traveling for weeks and sometimes, uh, you know, I've done that. You, you desire your own bed. You desire your own home. Um, sometimes when I was away at college, right, sharing a dorm room with a slobby mess of a guy, you miss your own room 
you know, like the way I could set it up myself, the way it was back home. David closes this psalm here with a mighty crescendo of faith. And it says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to look at this verse, this part of the verse really, really closely. The word is one of the most important connections in the Bible. It connects yesterday and today and tomorrow, right? I've got this great life plan for you. And surely goodness and mercy will follow you throughout that in, that whole life. But that's not the end. I've got something at your end. That word dwell, it means to reside or to settle down or to be at home with. And the word house means that the family or the household or the flock of the good shepherd is there. It denotes to be in God's presence with God's people, right? And the word forever means the length of one's days, like for all of time. David says that he is never going to step away or be able to leave God's presence. He craves to remain in God's presence, in the atmosphere, in the awareness that he's in God's house wherever and forever. You know, I've often thought about this. If we could ask God for one thing, what would we ask him? Right? Some people say long life or happiness or money or wisdom. But Davis, David kind of tells us here what he would ask for. He longs to dwell in the house of God forever. David doesn't seem to want riches here or fame or mansions here on earth. He wants to move in with the Lord forever. He doesn't seek a temporary uh, rental agreement, right? A lease, but rather a lifelong residence, permanent. God's home is something that we actually don't deserve, but it is someplace that it is freely given to us. I want to end with a story here. It's a great story about a, uh, a former mayor of New York City way back in 1935, Fiorello LaGuardia is the name of the man who showed up at night court in 1935 in one of the poorest wards in the city of New York. And he was a judge himself, so he dismissed the judge for the evening and he took over the bench. And that night, a tattered older woman who was charged with stealing a loaf of bread from a local merchant was brought before the court. Her only defense for herself was saying, my daughter's husband has deserted her. And she's sick now, and her children were starving. But you know, the shopkeeper, the prosecution, they refused to drop the charges against this older woman, saying, listen, this is a bad neighborhood. Your honor, and she's got to be punished to teach all these other people a lesson. And LaGuardia sighed, and he turned to the old woman, and he said, you know, I'm going to have to punish you. The law makes no exceptions. Ten dollars or 10 days in jail. However, even while he was pronouncing this sentence, LaGuardia was reaching into his pocket and he took out a $10 bill and he threw it into his hat with these famous words. Here's the $10 fine, which I now remit for you. 
And furthermore, I'm going to fine everyone in this courtroom 50 cents each for living in a town where a person has to steal a loaf of bread so that her grandchildren won't starve. Mr. Bailiff, collect those fines from everyone and give them to this defendant. The following day, a New York newspaper reported $47.50 was turned over to a bewildered old grandmother who had stolen a loaf of bread to feed her starving grandchildren. Making forced donations was a red-faced, angry storekeeper, 70 petty criminals, and one New York policeman. You know, sometimes we we actually get what we don't deserve. And that old grandmother, by the letter of the law, deserved to be punished. But she didn't quite get that punishment. She deserved justice, but she got mercy. She deserved to stay in the city jail if she couldn't pay that fine. But that night, she got to go home. She deserved the accompaniment of criminals, but she found herself in the presence of her family. That's the way our walk with Christ is. We probably and most definitely deserve punishment. But through his grace and his mercy, he's paid our fine through his death, his burial, and he overcame death, trampled death by death, as the famous song says. And because of that, we get mercy. We get what we don't deserve. And so just like Dave Ramsey, you and I can answer that famous question. How you doing today? Better than I deserve. Better than I deserve. Thanks so much again for listening to this wonderful uh, six-week study in Psalm 23. It's been a pleasure. Each verse is so full of rich and encouraging truth from our faith. So if you feel uh, that you know somebody who could use this bit of encouragement, feel free to tag them in social media, share the the episodes, uh, and even tag me if you'd like. Another favor I'd love to ask you is where else should we go in the Bible? I am very excited to dive into passages and to give you my perspective. Feel free to reach out to me some way and make a suggestion. Where would you like to see the podcast go? Uh, As always, I really appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful day and a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Go make it a great day. In today's fast-paced and busy world, isn't it really cool when you go to the mailbox and you get a handwritten note from someone that you love? That brightens my day. I don't know about you. And so what I've begun to do is to regularly write words of encouragement and cards to people that I love. And I want you to do the same. If you're so inclined, I use a wonderful brand of cards and stationery called EncourageEverybody.com. The folks there are producing a wonderful, high-quality stationery that is so simple, but it is very profound. 
The line of cards that I use most frequently uh, have a phrase and a saying on them, this word made me think of you. And on one side, it just simply has a, a powerful word like strong or friend or kind. And I love to write these cards. And so I encourage you to get on their website. It's called encourageeverybody.com. They have created a promo code for listeners of our show. So anyone, uh, if you go to their website, types in CHARLIE20, all capital letters, CHARLIE20, will receive 20% off on their order. Go check it out. It's a wonderful company, a small business, a faith-based business that's looking to make a difference in the world, and I love those products. Thanks. Thanks.